Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire. I'm the Philosopher King. The Ivory Tower. The Mad Scientist Matt. Que pasa, amigos and amigas? It is two reyes. El rey. Of dos rey. Okay, I can't do that. My Spanish. My Spanish is so broken up. I am the strong one. Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. And gosh darn it, the Iron King, the Ebony Rampart, the Freak Elite, the People's Champ, the People's Choice, the Master of Disaster, and the one and only Strong One has a perspective on things. And here we go. Here we go. Here he is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm going to bring it. Here it is. The producer. The kick-ass Duke. Oh, yeah. The right hand of the kings. Dusty! First of all, first of all, here's the thing. It, it is appropriate that I'm above you in this production, okay? So when I look down on you, I can look down and be like, Dusty! And just scream at you from on high, okay? And then I've got to look, I think, I believe I've got to look this way to look at, is it Matt? I can see Matt from this side. Cool yeah. stuff. I'll figure it out before it's the end of the show. Other so. way. It's the other way. Is it the way? Is this way? Yeah, it's that way. Here's okay, the good. story. Sorry, no, this is how I point of a man named Whaley who was bringing up two very rowdy boys. Oh yeah! <laughs> and, and here's the other thing that pisses me off about the show today. First of all, Dusty shows up, you know, and uh, wears an orange shirt. Uh, wow! Uh, I totally had it on first because I saw you earlier today, Matt. So he has no excuse to steal my fashion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Had this on since six thirty this morning, so I, I was up. I was up uh, since yesterday, so whatever. Two shit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I can't beat that. But <laughs> I am the king. Why? Why? Why, why am I uh, uh, draped in the same garb as the lowly producer? What is this all about, man? I don't understand. I'm the Dusty. king. Uh, huh? Let's 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 say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Dusty, you're lucky I like you in real world, okay? In the real world, I love you, okay? On this show, nice tricep, though. I see that. I see you, bro. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plausible Foolishness. If you're on Clapper right now, make sure you check us out at twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness. That's twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness, where you can hear these two insane SOBs and an even crazier SOB named me. Uh, you know, talk about a little bit of truth today. And guess what, man? We This is by popular demand. I didn't realize how popular the first show was uh, when me and Matt got a little weird. And uh, we're getting extremely weird today. And what's funny about saying that is we're not getting weird in the sense that what we're saying is actually weird. It, it's actually not. It's in the Bible. Um, it's just weird to uh, our society and uh, the uh, watered-down erosion of our faith because... How do I say this nicely, Matt? We don't do the supernatural. You know what I mean? You know what? Us sensible yeah. Christians that are trying to be sensible and, and really try to um, cozy up with the people who hate us, people that deny God itself, um, in an effort to cozy up with them, we deny the supernatural, even though we profess that God came down in flesh in the name in, in, in as Jesus Christ. We profess that Jesus Christ had power over literally every aspect of everything he touched from loaves of bread to fish to fish jumping in boats to 
healing ailments to casting out demons to walking on water to inevitably raising the dead not just once but you know when he actually died and resurrected people one of my favorite verses in the bible which nobody ever it this one pisses me off because this is another passage that pastors skip over is uh you know when christ you know christ dies there is a passage i believe it's in mark where uh dead people just came out of the grave just came out of the grave started yep. walking around saying hey i'm back don't know what just happened here but i'm back <laughs> right like god had such a profound power on this planet that when he died people literally came out of the grave we profess this we skip over that one because we don't want to talk about that one uh, yeah. but we also believe that he died and resurrected oh yeah and it's, it's the supernatural is relegated only to jesus only jesus only, only jesus. jesus why why only jesus He's well, not the because, only one that did miracles. Because he's God, and so we have to just kind of like, like well, we I mean, believe he's God, so that we can get behind that. But anything else, I mean, let's not get too weird, or else people won't believe. You know. Well, because we, yeah, in our effort to be seeker friendly, <laughs> exactly. You know, didn't, where didn't one person stop the rotation of the Earth for twenty four hours? Well, the Bible clearly says the sun stood still, but if you want to interpret that way, then by all means, go ahead. That's the way I interpret it, because, I mean, how do you get the sun to sit still for 24 hey, hours? Listen. Hey, listen, I'm just I'm just taking it literally from the Bible. I'm just one of those crazy guys that takes Joshua at its word, but that's another fun one for another time. But what I'm trying to say is, literally, there's supernatural... What, Matt, what, what? I'm just... You're starting fights wait, 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 for wait, wait. no reason. I didn't start a fight. I'm going by what the word says. The word literally says that. Does it not say the sun stood still? Sure. And we know I, why the sun I, stood I, still. Because the earth I, stopped listen. rotating. I, listen. I Listen. Either one works. You know what I mean? Because that's irrelevant. But my point is this. I'm just going by the word. Uh, there's supernatural things that happen in the Bible all the time. All yeah, yeah. the time. And we regulate this, we get rid of it because we want to appeal so desperately to an unbelieving world. How about how about the what was it? Hundred years after Jesus died on the cross, Saul or Paul who became Saul? What about him? Blinded. Knocked off a horse, blinded, literally was killing Christians. And then yep. turned 100, you know, 80, 180 degrees. 180 degree change. His eyes were healed and scales fell off his eyes. He, you know, he just found Jesus. And, you know, that's just hyperbole, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's uh, that wasn't 100 years. That was that was in the same generation. Yeah, I would say that wasn't 100 years. That was like, like what, 30 years? Not even that. No, he was, that contem was, he was contemporaries with Peter and all them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's was, same. was he? Yeah, 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 he was yeah. His, his rebuke to the to the. His, yeah. he rebuked P Peter for the Peter's the typically. um the Judaizer thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Paul Paul directly went after Paul directly went after Peter because he was Judaizing. He was he was uh, uh, showing favoritism towards Jew Jews and literally was kind of um, uh, he was being very wonky on the faith. So, basically you know, saying it, you had to do the Jewish things in order to be a Christian. 
You had to become a Jew first, and then you could become a Christian. And, and one of the and one of the one of the uh, contentions of the Corinthian church, when Paul is writing to uh, in First Corinthians, was was the division between him, Apollos, and Cephas, which Cephas is Peter as well, and literally. Paul's like, that's stupid. We're all here for Jesus. So don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't be like that. But yeah. And, yeah. In the meantime, Peter is uh, casting out demons, healing people yeah. all in the name of Jesus. Not just him, but the and seven- I, I assume the other 144 apostles were doing the same thing. Yeah. Listen, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying it's crazy. There's some crazy stuff going on out there. All the time, you know, and what's funny is we skip over Genesis. We talked about this uh, at great length um, to set up the, the reality of this, guys. Like, and the reason why this is super important is a couple things, in my opinion. And I'll, I'll just read through it real quick. One, it's massively important for us to understand our Bible and understand what it actually says. Super yeah. important, because if you don't know those things, then you are going to uh, fall in error in a lot of things. Um, you know, even it just when we don't know our Bible, we do a couple things. We minimize God's importance because one, his word is the most important thing there is. The Bible is the most important thing. The canon is the most important thing. Um, the other thing the universe. Yeah. Right. So from that standpoint, from a personal standpoint, that's why I encourage everyone to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, turn from your sins and follow him. Okay. And if you want to know what God's thinking or what he wants from you, it's all there in the Bible for a reason. Okay. God put all this weird stuff in the Bible for a reason. Why we skim over it, I have no clue. And, and the closer I, I follow Christ, the, the the more consumed I get with Christ, things that I would read in the Bible, and it's like, oh, that's stupid and pointless and whatever, are so important and vital to the story and understanding how amazing God is, how in control God is how sovereign God is, and ultimately the plan that he has written from start to finish. All things are held together in the mind of Christ. Jesus himself called himself the Alpha and Omega. That means I am the beginning and the end, man. Mm-hmm. And that means God knows how it's going to start and how it's going down. And for us to understand that and understand why he's putting those things from Genesis to Revelation makes this whole thing make a heck of a lot more sense. And what we argued in the last show, uh, for everybody that's on Clapper right now, I love that there are tons of you on Clapper right now. No offense. I love y'all, but you got to head over to YouTube because you're just going to see this ugly face. you got to see Dusty. you got to see the bad man, the mad scientist mad mad, the ivory tower, the other king that – he's just gorgeous. He's just gorgeous. He ain't ready today. No, he ain't ready. But he's gorgeous today. Make sure that you head over to twitch.tv slash possible foolish. Hey, listen, you just you ain't ready. Now, back to my boy. Always keep trying to pick a fight. Story. Always trying hey, to pick a fight. What are you fight. talking about, man? But this is what the way of the about? Iron I mean, King. Listen, all I'm trying to say is the Bible said the sun stood still. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I love you, Dusty. I'm going to bust your chop. But anyway, here's the thing. you got to understand from cover to cover, there's a reason why the words are used specifically the way God put them. In the word of God. So that being said, there's weird stuff in the Bible. The, the Bible talks about, we talked about this last week, it talks about Nephilim, Ruffian, which are literal giants. The Bible talks about walking into the land of Cana, where the people of Israel looked like crickets 
compared to them. And I'm not talking about quiet crickets. I'm talking about they literally, comparatively, look like crickets to these people that were in Canaan. Okay? It's important to understand that First Chronicles talks about lion men. What Second Kings talks about satyrs. Okay? The Bible talks about some really weird stuff, and it sounds a lot like Narnia when you actually read it. But we like to go through and say, okay, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. Second day, he creates lights. Third Was it third day creates the earth, and then the fourth day, then the sun and moon show up. Weird lights come before sun and moon. That's another discussion for another time. But there's a reason why all those things are talked about. And we just take over, like, hey, we take, what do we like from Genesis? We take the, the creation story. Uh, we jump immediately to Noah. We just skip over and go right to Noah, right? Well, I mean, that's in Genesis we'll, 6. We'll, we'll include the fall of Adam and Eve. Sure. Yeah, cool. Well, not anymore. Well, well about- the fall of Adam, the murder of um, Abel. Abel when, and- when's the last time you heard a preacher talk about Cain and Abel? Right. Or, and with, or how, how, when was the last time you heard any pastor mention the name of Seth? It, here's the other one. And here's the kicker. He's one of the Genesis, first people named in the Bible. You know, what's funny is Genesis 4, we, we, they don't talk about uh, the lineage of Cain. They don't talk about that for a reason. I, I don't know why. But we, we jump over all of these things that are very vitally important to the entire story. You, you literally see, like, um, you know, so we what do we what do we like in the church? We like the we like the creation story. We sort of like the fall because we don't really want to talk about sin. We kind of talk about Noah just because it's a cool kid story, even though it's one of the most pivotal moments to understand God's power and how serious He takes sin and corruption, especially of flesh, which the Bible talks about. And then what do we and how close we became Noah? to losing humanity? Sure. And, and then we jump to, what do we jump to in Genesis? We jump to like, we kind of skip over Abraham. Like that's a cool story, but really the only time they bring up Abraham is when they want to talk about like how Sarah was infertile and they were old and then, you know, God works a miracle. So that's what the prosperity preachers get out of that entire story is God makes miracles right. happen too, you know? We skip over that. We skip over the fact that God and two angels literally sit down and talk to Adam, in, or not Adam, but Abraham in the flesh. And Sarah laughs when God says, hey, you're going to have a kid. And God's like, does she not take me serious? (laughs) Am I not God? Hello? Does she not know who I am, brother? Does she not? Did my hair go out? We skip over that. Uh, We skip over the multiple times we're going back and forth with the children of Israel to Egypt. We kind of jump to... You know, we kind of jump right into, we, we kind of, Esau and Jacob, yeah, that's kind of a cool story. But then we kind of jump into Joseph because that's cool because we can talk about a coat of million colors. We can talk about Egypt. That's fun. Being then sold into slavery. Yeah. The, the, we, well, we ignore that. We don't talk about slavery. Then we jump into but Moses. The dreams. The dreams, yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. we talk about the dreams, you know, the seven years of, of great plenty and then the seven years of famine and how yeah. he predicted all of that. Which is supernatural, but you know, <laughs> supernatural things don't happen, right? It's not um, that supernatural because he was a prophet. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> then we jump into Moses. We like to talk about the ten plagues. Then we talk about the promised land. We forget about the forty years and the hard-headed, thick-necked people. We don't talk about how Moses annihilated a 
lot of bad people, and not just people, but literal Nephilim. We don't talk about, you know, Aga Bashan. We don't talk about his brother, Shion, which was actually a more impressive feat to the people of Jericho than him overcoming the Egyptian army, which is crazy to me. Like, think about right. this. When, when Rahab, who is in the line of Christ, it's part of the genealogy, describes the fear that has overcome the city of Jericho, that the spirit of the men have left them, the first thing out of her mouth is not about Egypt. Mm-hmm. And people miss this. You don't talk about that. She's like, no. yeah, you guys are about Egypt. But we're more impressed that you took out the two giants on the other side of the river. <laughs> you, you took them out. That's insane because guess what? They're giants in Jericho too, kids. So the fact that they know that giant killers are coming, whoever this god is takes And there's giants in Jericho. Yes. So people, the reason, reason why those walls are so high, that's weird. Never mind. Keep it going. But uh, we don't talk about that. We marched around with little peas and the walls came down, which is supernatural as well. And we sanitize that story too, just like we sanitize tons of these stories. And the reason I want to bring this up to people to understand, Genesis is a proclamation of who God is. God and he shows is himself over and over again. Over and over and over again. Genesis yep. declares who God is, how powerful God is, what God is capable of doing. It is, it is in my opinion, I think one of the most pivotal books you can teach. The very first... Bible verse I taught my daughter says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's the most important thing. When my daughter, Raven, who's three, said that the other day, it was two weeks ago, I was crying and weeping like, you know, I was just weeping as a father because I was like, yes, because this is the foundation of truth. And Genesis is the most attacked book of the Bible. Yes. The Old Testament specifically is attacked more than even the New Testament, guys, period. It just gets attacked more because if you can create doubt of what's being said in that book, you invalidate Christ Jesus. Yep. And that's why it's super important. And when we talk about this weird stuff, because we're going to get weird and make sure the sound's on right now, Matt, before it's the on. devil takes her sound away. It's okay, on. good. Because we got into it last week. <laughs> we, the, devil, the devil came at us because we were lighting fires. We were spreading the truth. So go ahead. So I also want to bring up this point. You bring up a great point of uh, Genesis showing what God's capable of. But it also shows in the transverse of what Satan is capable of and what he's willing to do in order to try to win over God. It's a phenomenal point. And how much he hates us. Yep. you got to think about this. So the two sins that angels fell for were envy and lust, okay? Like envy and lust. Mm -hmm. Satan is pissed. Well, first of all, Satan falls because of pride. Okay, that... Yeah. I I fully believe that pride is is the core of all sin. It is. It is. It's the start of all sin, I believe. Yeah, right? So you think that you're better than God, so that's why you lie. That's why you cheat. That's Mm -hmm. why you steal. That's why you do any sin that's out there, right? But you think about this, Satan is, the Bible even says that he's literally the, the, the most beautiful thing God ever created. Satan, he's the second, he's like literally second only to God. But even in that position, 
Satan wanted to be like God. He wanted to be as God. That's where that pride comes in, right? And then Satan's like, hey, listen, or, then, you know, God says, hey, by the way, you know, I made all these cool angelics, cherubim, seraphim. I made all these amazing spiritual things. Hey, let's take the earth and let's just make this little pile of dirt and let's just put some people and plants and animals. Let's do this cool creation thing, right? The, like, what the, the, and that's the thing is like it's it's funny when when people do the commentary of like how long did it take Satan to show up to tempt Eve? Like, how, what would you guys guess? What would you guys think? Day one. What do you think, Matt? I would think it doesn't really say, so I don't know. I'm it not doesn't speculate. It doesn't. What? You can't. I, I assume he's. No, I'm not saying you can't speculate. I'm just not going to. Wow. I'm I'm saying I think he was there for the day show, one. I appreciate you guys so much for showing. <laughs> Speculate, dang it. I'm speculating he's there from day one. The reason why I say that is he would not give up such a opportunity to destroy something he hates. Yeah. So he would be there from day one, tempting, figuring out different ways of getting Adam and Eve to sin as quickly as possible. The sooner they point. fall, the sooner he has a chance to dis- to try and stop God. To Matt's point, clearly, you can't speculate. I get I it. I didn't say you can't. Okay. I didn't say you can't. <laughs> speculate. That's why God gave us brains. There's nothing wrong with okay, that. Okay, Matt. I'm, I'm going to, this is the first time I've agreed on this program with Dusty, but I do believe from jump, Satan's coming after this situation. Immediately. He's like, this is BS. Yeah. The focus should be on us. And mm-hmm. God kicks us out of, of, of heaven. Okay. We're getting kicked out. I mean, there is an implication. There is an implication that God walked with Adam multiple times, Mm -hmm. you know? So it wasn't literally day one. Sure. But yeah, I I can go with it. It was, it was probably early, but we don't know for sure. We don't know. We don't know. We have no clue because you got to think about this too. Generate from, from Genesis three to four, there has to be about a there has to be a good amount of time because there's a population on the planet. There's a big population yeah. on the planet, right? So now that there's, means there's that, multiple theories on that too, but it's all mm-hmm. speculation. The yeah. Bible doesn't get specific yeah. about it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with you. So the same sort of wreck. This is a spiritual war from the beginning, and and the reason I bring that up, okay, we understand how powerful God is. To Dusty's point, we got to understand how. Uh, invested Satan is in ruining this game because Satan knows exactly. he can't win. Satan cannot win. But Matt Whaley wisely has said this a few times in our personal conversations that I'm going to exploit for the show's entertainment. As long as Satan can delay the game as long as possible, he's okay with it. Yeah. Because yeah. if the game keeps getting played, we good. Yeah. Because I'm still here. I'm not he doesn't, tossed. He doesn't, ahead, if he can prolong it, he doesn't have to lose. Sure, he doesn't win, but just by staying out of hell, which was designed for him and his followers, he that not that a win? 100%. And, and, and here's the thing for the... And he's using ahead. the rules that God set in place, you know? Yes. But... Which means he... That's what he does. And so so God, God being a God of order and justice and you know, laws and whatnot lives, follows his rule, his own rules, you know, 
unlike our our leaders in Washington and you know around the world. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, just look into the uh, the exemptions for the vaccine. Yeah, hundred percent. Always what? picking what fights. What are you Always picking fights. What are you, I'm not picking a fight. I see you in the chat. Not, I have the chat right here on my screen. Anything. I see you. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I, listen, uh, I would never pick fights. Boys, boys, boys. You're both pretty. Well, duh. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's all I'm going to say. Okay? To Matt's point. Delay the game as long as humanly possible because I'm not burning a hell. Because here's the misnomer that's out there. Everybody thinks that Satan's a red dude, pitchfork, and you know he's <laughs> in hell, torturing the bad people. No, he's no. not there. The Bible doesn't say that. It said he's roaming the world like a lion, seeking whom he can devour. He's the prince of the power of the air. What? Didn't Paul talk about that all through the New Testament? Principalities and powers? Because our war is not about yeah. flesh and blood. It's about principalities and powers? Mm -hmm. Shut up. What? Are you, are you, are you telling me that the world, that, that Satan has literally misconstrued how people should see him? Yeah. Yeah. The greatest huh. lie ever told Crazy. was that he doesn't exist. Crazy, man. It's crazy. It's almost like there's lying. Good movie, by the way. Huh? Yeah. Good movie. It just sucks that the main guy's a Actually, pedophile. But anyway, here's it. the thing. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, I've never seen it. I want to. Okay, now it's time for me to Kaiser Soze, bro. You have not seen Usual, usual, so, uh, so uh, usual Suspects. No, That's such a good scene. That is a good movie in general. Uh, I also like the, devil's, I like the Devil's Advocate, here. too. Oh, that's a good movie. You ever seen that one? Yeah, that's a, if you yes. want a strong depiction of what Satan is about. It's a pretty. That would be. It's. I mean, I, I wouldn't say bit, it's perfect, little, but it's a little bit closer to. Well, it's definitely closer than pitchforks and I'm in hell torturing bad people. For sure. No, we're well, trying to avoid it. We, Go ahead. Uh, okay, for um, to give some credit. We take a lot of the ideas of Satan from the Greeks and Hades. That's yeah. where we get a lot of the ideas well, of what yeah. Satan is. And a lot of this from stuff the Greek was, Hades. I mean, this was like, you know. And the Quran. This was mysticism from the Middle Ages when people didn't have yes. Bibles. And, uh, uh <laughs> I love. I'm picking fights with Matt right now. I'm picking fights. It's fun. Um, I, I, didn't have, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad I can't see the chats. I'm glad oh, I can't see them right now. <laughs> I'm messing with Matt. It's good. Keep I'm going. gonna go back and read these. Oh, please. Anyway, do. <laughs> so so our idea, our ideas of the pitchfork, the horns, the yeah. the the red suit, the tail, and whatnot. No, no, that's that's all fiction. 100%. It's complete fiction. It, he was a fallen angel. He was a beautiful, beautiful angel. He's the uh, brightest star, the morning star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That never changed, other than his uh, how God looks at him. Yeah, that's the only thing that has changed. Yeah, to to, to Matt's point too, and you're a thousand percent right, Dusty. Like he's amongst us, and you know, same thing with the demons, right? Demons, 
that's what a lot of people mess up is the difference between fallen angels and demons. Um, I think that uh, uh, we we broke that down a little bit of like kind of uh, uh, speculation, true speculation of where that came from, if that makes sense, where those guys came from. I think that uh, Ryan Pittenger lays out a pretty good biblical argument for it. Dusty disagrees, which is great. That's why we love the show. We love disagreeing, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to think about this from just from a spiritual standpoint, because we've been lulled to sleep about Genesis, we've been lulled to sleep about a lot of these things. We we have kind of just forfeited this supernatural because we don't want to see Satan working in the world right now. We don't want to see that bad things happen. We want to uh, discount de demonic possession. We want to discount satanic influence. And we just want to... We don't want to see the writing on the wall. And, you know, we talk about politics all the time. And the reality is this. There's two forces going in, right? You got a sin nature, which every man has since the moment that Adam fell. Yes. Okay. And you've got a, you have Satan who is literally trying to thwart God's will and extend the game as long as possible so that he can keep playing the game before he gets cast into hell. Because he knows he's going to lose. He knows the game and over, drag right? as many so, people as he can with him because it, it's, yes. it's a thumb in God's eye because God loves us. Hundred percent. Yeah. So and so, I think a but, lot of why a lot of why a lot of people don't like Genesis and they don't like talking about Satan and whatnot. It terrifies them because it reflects the worst of us, the worst in us, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, the worst of mankind, our, our frailties, our, uh, our ability to fall into sin. Our ability to commit how easy all kinds is. of atrocities. Yeah. Yeah. In the worst possible ways. And yet and with... we did it. We do it. We are currently doing it. We as humans sure. are... Horrible creatures to each other. True. And and conversely, I agree with your statement. And conversely, too, the other reason why people don't want to acknowledge Satan, um, because then you would acknowledge that God's real. You know, you acknowledge the spiritual realm. You acknowledge that God's real. And and the danger too of um, the danger too is this that that I see is by discounting the supernatural you are literally especially as a follower of christ if you're a follower of christ and you're discounting the supernatural you're literally discounting the very words of god and god telling you and proclaiming a truth to you that you know what's going on man so um yeah man it, it, it's crazy it, it's crazy world but you, you got to see both sides right we don't want to see our own evil and we don't want to see the truth that there's evil out in the world and there's a spiritual realm man so but uh, what is going on? Who's this mess of What is going on with this? Is this craziness? Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's I love it, and I love randomness. So make sure you check us out at twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness. There's still 14 of you over in Clapper. Go over to twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness. I tried to cut the numbers down, boys. Head over there. Twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness. Now, that being said, if you don't believe in Genesis, you're clearly not going to believe Revelation. Let me say that. Re realistically okay if you don't believe genesis 
why are you going to believe God when he talks about revelation? And the thing is, this is, exactly, like, you got to understand, it's not a preposterous idea that Christ is coming back when he's already been here a few times. Like, think about this. But Genesis talks about the angel of the Lord, right? He talks about that the Lord would go before the children of Israel. That's another thing about Genesis we don't talk about. Like, the people, like, okay, this is a, a misnomer all the time, right? Because, you know, people are like, well, I don't believe the Bible because God's homicidal and genocidal. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, if that's true, then you're not going to spout the same communism that kills a bunch of people, okay? You're not going to spout... You, then you're clearly against abortion that kills a bunch of people as well. You're clearly against But again, this is another trope that people use to say God is evil and God is bad. Here's the thing. If you look at the actual Bible. There's two parts to this first. Go ahead. The first part is, yeah. go ahead. if there is no God, what does homicidal and genocidal mean? What well, do you mean that by that? Logical. Well, he's killing people and killing yes. people for, yeah, but so what? Yeah. Well, that's if wrong. He, you know, why is it if wrong? He, if he doesn't exist, then why it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just well, a. It's, work it's, of it's basically lions eating the entire population of zebras. Who cares? That means yeah. nothing and, and because nothing it, means anything. There's no meaning without and what, God. Yeah. And what makes God evil? Yeah. What makes God evil? Uh, if God exists, he makes the morality. The morality that God set in place and wrote on our hearts. Is what makes God Shut evil. Up. always except that he set those standards and never violates yes. them, yeah. or everything would cease to exist. Hundred percent. Right. Now, that's part one. Part dose is who's God taking out? In these genocidal, uh, and his minions, and the son of uh, essentially the first sin. He's chasing down the first sin. What do you mean by that? He's literally... Go ahead. Yeah, finish that What one. do you mean by that? Finish that thought, Dusty. Okay. So, what is the purpose of Jesus? What was the purpose of Jesus dying on the cross? Sacrificial lamb to pay the penalty for our sins. Right. Since the beginning and the very first sin, God has been chasing... To find a way, us. Well, yeah. Yeah. And all Satan's been doing is ensuring our demise. That sin pulls us away from God. That yeah, is I agree. I agree with that. But I think specific with why uh, Canaan. No, and Dusty, what you're saying needed. Yeah, what you're saying is true, Dusty. I, I not, I'm not discounting it at all. Um, I think specifically like in the Genesis narrative, so you the, well, I would just say the Torah narrative, right? So Genesis through, um, uh, Deuteronomy. Okay. And you got Joshua, you've got judges, and then you got, uh, first, first, second Samuel talks about, you know, G, the, the Gigantes as well. Right. <laughs> the, the, the God is literally taking out giants. What was the report of the 12 spies other than Caleb? And what was it? You know what's funny? Joshua, okay. yeah. 
Joshua Joshua's with Moses, but every time you read read that again, here's okay. That this is going to be a rabbit trail. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> because every time they talk about that in the Bible, Caleb's the only one that gets credit for that. Joshua doesn't not. That's the thing. Joshua is is Moses' right hand man, but I I I challenge people go read that through again. And show where Joshua gives the positive report. I think Joshua affirms think jo what Caleb's saying. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. Either way, they both got rewarded for it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. Joshua, Joshua trusted Moses thousand percent. And you gotta understand too, Joshua is sitting at the tent, the tent of meeting when God shows up to talk to Moses. So Joshua's sitting there like, Bro, bro, am I supposed to be here right now, man? <laughs> what is happening right now, man? This is nuts. But Caleb, for sure, and Joshua, okay, Caleb's like, yeah, they're huge. They're all huge. Well, we can take them because, remember, God walked us through the Red Sea uh, and took out, you know, Pharaoh's ar army. So we, we're going to be Caleb okay. Caleb's on our side. The other yeah. 11 are like, we can do this. Basically, the report yes. is. I mean, every, as long as there's God, we can do this. Basically, so the, their report people, is Canaan is the promised land. It's a land flowing yeah. with milk and honey. They brought gigantic produce and whatnot you know and uh and 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 a positive report in that Giant respect produce. but there are giants in the land there are as tall as cedar trees the cedars of lebanon and uh yeah, we're, there's the no way we can defeat them we're going to get destroyed so uh let's not go there no but the but the Bible, the Bible meant they were like six five, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just being an a hole. But no, like straight what? up, like literally. Where, who in the world would say that? They, they all oh, say that. Have they oh, ever I... seen a cedar tree? They all say that. Well, they all say they, that. They, 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 they chalk it up if to you... flowery language. Yes. If you oh, okay, if you... and the bed that uh, oh King. Og. Uh, Og. Yeah. Og of Sean. Yeah. Yes. Thirteen and a half feet. 13, feet. 13 and a half feet. I mean, just, I mean, he was a rich guy. Feet. He was a rich guy and he liked a no. big yes. bed. He probably had a big harem. And he overhung the bed. Yeah. Well, it, it was, it, the Bible even says it was used as a No, no, he was hung display. over on the bed. You're, you're. Oh. With his harem. Gotcha. This giant harem. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Ivory Tower. <laughs> no, but think, think about this. You got. You got Og and his brother. I'm assuming his brother probably is not a normal person because it's, it's listed by Rahab literally like it's impressive that you killed Sion and Og. 13 yeah. foot tall human being. Perspective. That's like, that's two six five guys. That, that, that's literally that's taking me's. me and stacking me on top of myself. Yeah. yeah. Same here. That, okay. Imagine someone 13 feet tall walking into a standard house. That has ten foot ceilings. He yeah. stands three feet above the top of the ceiling. But, but this is what's crazy. That's not just the exception. That was like the rule. People are like literally. The, the spies are literally saying we are like insects to them. Yes. Okay. So when we're talking about God's this homicidal, genocidal, whatever, He's cleaning up the mess. How many giants do you see roaming the earth nowadays, kiddos? Well, we don't see them because they live underground. Or in I'm caves. looking right at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Matt's the giant, and then Adam's a, our buddy Adam is a is a gigante on another level. Yeah. But but straight up, our biggest <laughs> big men. You both are, are taller than me, so you guys are the the Nephilim. Yeah, but think about it. Our biggest <laughs> big men are half the size of Og. Okay, mm-hmm. and Og ain't no yeah, And most of them that are like really, really, really tall are gangly and thin like me. Not, you know, carrying 400-pound shields and 200-pound javelins shields. like Goliath. Yes. Yeah. Goliath, right? Yeah. So we, so we got to put this in context. There's a reason why God takes care of that. Do you want that hanging around forever? Because in no. every instant of giants that shows up in the Bible, they're tyrannical, they're oppressive, and they hold people down. That sounds familiar it, to what's going on nowadays. It's everything. But, okay. The giants and all of the, everything going on in the, in the Genesis is sure. Satan taking God's creation and twisting it. Including it. Corrupting flesh. Yes. 100%. Exactly. Also, the 100%. more he can corrupt it, the more he can change it, the, the more it takes away from what God created. But also consider this. I'm with you. So he's def- that's definitely true. He loves perverting the pure. I mean, why would why would child sex trafficking be the gigantic problem that it is today? Because he loves nothing more than destroying well, the innocent. You know. Hey, spoiler to that point, it was going on when they were worshiping giants back then. For too. sure. But keep going. For sure. Moloch. Everybody. For sure. But let I mean, in nothing. a modern context, think about yes. that. You know. But there's another thing, especially in the in the uh, antediluvian world, which means pre-flood world. In wow. case you did not know, look at you, yeah. Look at you, look at you, look at you. I love Matt using the big old words. I love it. Keep going. Just, I get excited. I'm just doing what I do, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, using anyway, the big old words. Anyway, using the big old words, uh, bro. Let me say it again. Antediluvian. Uh, <laughs> Do it again. All right. Uh, I love it. There's a there's a there's a secondary purpose to this, right? Because if we remember in Genesis three fifteen, God lays down a prophecy that um, the seed of the serpent and the and the seed of the woman would have be at would have enmity for each other. You know, they'd be at odds. They'd always be fighting. And then he, the offspring of the woman would, would, or the serpent would bite his heel and he would crush his head. So basically he's laying down that there's going to come a human who basically destroys the serpent. And we know the serpent is Satan, right? Yeah. Well, if I can pollute the human race, the human genome, uh, you know, enough, that human never comes to be. And that's why, again, I, we mentioned this last episode, that's why we see Noah was not just a just man amongst his time, but he was also perfect in his generations, which does not mean that he was a perfect man because we all know that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It just means that he wasn't tainted 
by what the angels did with the with the women that they took as wives. Which we Let's covered in the first show, which you got to yeah. see if you haven't checked it out already. Yeah. Now. Which I actually found that part of the book very, very interesting. See, there, see, look, see, we, we can find some common ground here, bro. We can find it. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Ryan Pinder, Pinder, is it Pinder or Pinbert? How do you say it? How do you say it? Oh, geez, I, I don't know. It. But it's uh, Judgment of the Nephilim, a really good book. Check it out. Uh, Matt has it in his hands, and we're not going to spoil any more of the book for Matt because it is glorious. But here's a bit of advice if you're going to read it. Read Genesis with it. Oh, my gosh. It's so much richer. It's beautiful. Check it out. Now, okay. let's bring it to now, yep. to right now. Why is this important? In 2021, we got ships that won't even come into port in L.A., we got freaking people just getting it's brought to the LA. border. It's all the ports all, everywhere. Yeah, except for Florida. Like, like we're like surrounded by just ships. Hey, we're open here in Florida. It would be a perfect time for a one you know for a country like China or North Korea to put a missile on a barge and you know sneak it in well, around our country. They don't need that now, man. They've Sorry, got hypersonic that's nukes a side now, note, man. but whatever. Right. Oh yeah, China they sent got, that one into space, nukes. right? Yeah. 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 You know. But hey, guys, good news. Six. Good news. We have a, a she she male that's a four star general admiral now. Yeah, we talked about uh, that last army. episode. Well, it's not in hey, the cool. army; it's in the public health commission <laughs> corps. Which oh. I said, I said, don't get me started on that. Yeah, but but okay, here's, here's here's my here's my take from that, just real quick. We mentioned it last show, but I want to give it to you, the Iron King. Um, thank you, trans community, for shedding light on another useless government agency that we can just get rid thank of you. wholesale because we have never, ever seen what they do. We have no idea what they do. We don't care. Bye-bye. You're useless. Let's get rid of it. Stolen valor. Stolen valor. <laughs> 100%. Kind of, yeah. Now, so let's let's bring it to here, guys. Here's what's crazy. Genesis, people will argue, is a mirror of Revelation. Okay? If there was a bunch of weird stuff happening in the beginning of history, Revelation says there's going to be even weirder crap going down in the end. Okay? Yeah. Revelation talks about a lot of things that 10 years ago, you and I would have said... That's not going to happen for another hundred years. Revelation talks about a one world government, one world religion. One world money. One world money. We're seeing one world governments happening almost shadow by, you know, uh, we don't even realize it. We're watching the managed decline. I think Matt says this beautifully. And I want to steal it every time he says it. But the managed decline of America. We're, we're witnessing that happen right now. I mean, you, and what's more, because we want to be. Say they want it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Great Reset. They talk about this all the time. They talk about that we want to be more like China. Okay. This is a one world government attempt, one world religion. They are boiling, they are watering down the scriptures before our eyes all the time. And our quote, evangelical leaders are kowtowing to the will of the government and the will of other faiths because they don't want to seem mean. 
which translation, it's not about that. It's more about, hey, let's just be ecumenical with everybody else. And let's just be like every other faith. Let's if you're, you're a Catholic, go ahead. Let's coexist. If you're a Catholic right now, you should be questioning, one, the Catholic Church hardcore. Because your pope, the guy that you wrongfully put in the position that you are, while you're practicing things that have nothing to do with the Bible, which is terrifying because you have the Bible right in front of you that you could read for yourself to see what the truth is, is literally disavowing everything that's in the Bible. Yeah. Everything the Bible st stands for is disavowing. That's, that's the guy you put in charge of, and you what, know, what, no what offense, he says heretical. on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, 100%. you know, it must, it it must be, dogma. I guess the Bible's uh, a different book now. Still yeah, reads the same. Dogmatic. Still reads the same, but... Uh, it, huh. And while that's happening simultaneously, Islam's fingers are scratching over and over and over and over all over the world mm -hmm. as the Pope is trying to make nice-nice with the religion of submission, okay? Now... No offense, with high offense, extreme prejudice and extreme offense. Um, we've got Sharia law spreading around the world. We've got, you know, places like Afghanistan falling into the hands of the Taliban, which are extremists for whatever. And they will play nice-nice in a, an attempt to take over or whatever, because that's what they do. Uh, the Catholic Church is, I mean, they abandoned the Bible a long time ago, but we're just seeing more and more fruits of it happening more and more. But what's more terrifying is evangelical, and I say that with extreme prejudice as well, and high disdain, the evangelical church is submitting to this crap as well. Yeah, Think about this. We talked about this and played this at nauseum. The moment that they could shut down churches, churches fell in line rather quickly. It should disturb you. That should terrify you. You've got people like John Piper. Yeah, I mean, you got people like John Piper, who just yesterday is literally telling you that if you don't get the jab, you're evil. Seriously? And wrong. Yeah. Look it up. You got people like Matt Chandler, who had already go, started going down a really bad path, going down more bad paths. You're seeing a threshing happening, which is a good thing if you're a follower of Christ, because guess what? The path is narrow the gate is narrow okay it is terrifying to me when i think that you know america is a christian nation because then i'm like oof are they really let's get real we used to be <laughs> so that being said you're watching an amalgamation of a one world religion which literally means think about this guys and this is the most terrifying lie there's what do they keep pumping from no matter what quote-unquote religions out there that there's multiple paths to god mm. there's a there's multiple yeah. paths to god, right? even though the bible strictly is against that you know jesus is the way the truth of life no one gets to the father except through him john 14 6 but thank you they're trying really hard to make a path for everybody because think about it think about how the church is relenting to the lgbtq community if you relent on that, well, guess what? You're going to relent on a lot of things as well. If you relent to the government the moment they said there's a Wuhan flu and you need to shut down, what other things are you going to relent on? What other things will Everything. you relent on and give up to be at peace with everybody? Because that's the big thing Everything. right now. 
for evangelicals. It's not about Jesus. It's about let's be at peace with everybody. That's terrifying. That sets up your one faith religion. Uh, one world order we talked about. Remember we talked about one money happening? Yeah. That the Bible, specifically in Revelation, says that followers in those days will not be able to trade or do business if they don't take the mark of the beast, which we all thought would, that's cr crazy. No, no way. It's cr would cr cr oh, oh, <coughs> can't say that on here. Crazy, right? And, and and I'll have to confess my sins before this group. I'll be real with you. I literally joked us like, we are not in the end times. How many times, how many times have people from previous generations says, oh, we're in the end times? And they're like, dude, you weren't even close, homeboy, in 1800s. Now, to be fair, there's a lot of death, destruction, and a lot of things going on. You know, especially World War One, World War Two. if you watched, how, like, a lot of the world population go down in a world war, you'd think, shoot, we're in apocalyptic times. Sure. Right? And, and I am guilty, as a follower of Christ, of mocking that, because I'm like, why do they always keep thinking that they're in the end times? This is so stupid. You're not in the end times. It's going to be a while. It's going to get really bad before Jesus comes back. There's so many things. Like, we're not close to the mark of the beast. How in the world is the entire world going to be able to view two witnesses get shot in that or get killed and then resurrect three days later? How's the world going to see that? That's impossible nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. What are people watching? Smartphones. Everybody has them. Oh, geez, man. And what's crazier is the government in China can control everything that people see and view on the Internet, which they're trying to do desperately right now with Facebook. I digress. We won't talk about that right now. But all of these elements that couldn't have happened with the technologies back then, mystically and magically, are in our time. So I confess, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming back. That's true. And we in the end times. That's true. I don't know when it's going to go down because no one knows. Jesus didn't even tell us for a reason. And Is it a he, little bit sad that I'm really hoping that the rapture happens sooner rather than later? I think any anybody hopes that it happens listen, sooner rather than later. Bro, listen, I used to joke, Dusty, I was like, I'm never going to be in the rapture. I'll be dead long before then. They're going to have to resurrect I thought so too. and get to heaven because I'm like, I'll be dead long before then. Now I'm like, maybe, you know, I don't know. It's getting a little crazy out there. Now, that being said, that being said, there's a lot of supernatural crazy things accompanied with things that clearly are happening is in right in front of our eyes right now. We're watching it happen right now. Yeah. There's signs of the times. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of supernatural, crazy stuff talking about in the Word of God. Some people argue that it's, you know, uh, the Whore of Babylon and blah, 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 or fictitious, whatever. Okay. There's a lot of symbolism in Revelation. I'm not going to sit there and sure. pretend that these, that I'm, I can symbolism, understand the dragon that's coming it's out of It's apocalyptic language. Yes. And you need to look at, lo and behold, you need to look at the Old Testament to try and get a handle on some of those things. Stop it. But, you Stop know. It. Scripture interprets scripture. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Hermeneutics? You jerk. <laughs> Why would you say things yeah, like guess, that? Yeah. Now, there sure. is a thing called the Battle of Armageddon mm -hmm. in the Bible. I don't think that's the value of Armageddon. There's, there's going to be some warfare going on. The Bible talks about one of the seals being released and that the fallen ones in the pit will be released on the earth again. 
fallen ones on the earth that terrified the world and messed with the world before. Didn't that happen in Genesis 6, guys? Weren't there yep. fallen angels that came down and terrified the world? Created these yeah. giants? With... They get released. The Bible is very specific about that. They get released. Mm -hmm. Release the Kraken. Not in a good way. Well, it really wasn't a good way in the movies either. But think about it. These same guys that we're supposed to know who they are, because if we read the book, we should know who these guys are, which is funny. Right. always skipped by uh, by preachers, which is hilarious. It's, you know, it is what it is. But it's like, hey, go back to Genesis 6. This is who these guys are. By the way, God says that he's going to release them. He's going to let them go and ha let the world have it. Oh, you, you, you want to deny me and not follow me? Okay. Have a little taste of your own medicine. I'll let these guys come back. They weren't cool the first time. Trust mm -hmm. me. And they're described as really weird things, and weird things come up there with them. And, and, and that would sound crazy to us if we didn't have a context of what was going on in Genesis 6, when all flesh yeah. was corrupted. Think about this. And, and, uh, abandoned creatures. Well, think about this. Go ahead. The um, Jesus got pretty specific. I mean, not not super specific, because he does say... That no man will know the hour and the day, right? That's only God the yeah, Father yeah. knows the appointed time yep. for what we've yeah. been talking about. Well, except for those, except for those pastors that said it would be over in twenty twelve, yeah. yeah, or in twenty twenty, yeah, because yeah. ah, well, they did the math. Keep going, sorry, keep going. In two thousand, don't forget two thousand. Y two K, yeah, Y two K. But um, sorry. Uh, he, but he does give a a sign, very specific line, yeah. a very specific yes. thing. It would say, say as in as the in what? the days of Noah. Wait, why is Noah important? I mean, and what was happening in the days of Noah? Now we, for huh? the longest time, we'd been we'd been told. That that just meant, you know, the wicked depravity that was going on there, and in part that's true. But who brought? That is true in part. In part. In part. But who really brought that wicked depravity? The Nephilim. So, it's not just the wicked depravity, but it's also. The hybrid humans that existed at that time because the sons of God took wives from from men. Now, dang it, that's not what Joel Osteen told no, me. It's not what he Tim LeVay said, said either. I mean, listen, man, I don't get that from a Matt Chandler. You don't talk about that. No, they sure don't. You know what's funny? You know the only pastors that talk about this? Are Presbyterians, which blows my mind. Really? I'm like the Presbyterians, those guys. <laughs> Doug Wilson talks about this all yeah. the time, but you go crazy Presbyterians. But but here's what's funny: when the Bible says something specific, like Christ literally says, "As in the days of Noah." Well, we don't really know that because, to Matt's point, the best deceptions are partial truths. Let me repeat that slowly: 
the best deceptions are partial truths, right? Like when people beat lie detector tests, it's because they tell partial truths and they hold on to that partial truth. They're still deceiving. They're still lying. I mean, Satan's first lie was, I mean, you'll be as God knowing good from evil. Yeah. Come to find out you ain't going to be as God, but you're going to know good and evil because you just got, you just became part of it. It's partial truths. That's why it's so convincing. That's why, you know, Eve's sitting there saying, like, oh, that fruit does kind of look good. It'd be kind of nice to be like God. Right? But as in the days of Noah, we don't understand that because we've sat there and we've done VeggieTales versions of Noah. We've done <laughs> horrible... <laughs> we've done... Uh, what was what was the, the Russell Crowe... Uh, oh, God. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. Please don't. Because, because even though the Bible says... Only eight people were on the ark. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the evil king somehow got on the boat, uh, you know, and rock monsters, even though that's not what Nephilim are at all. But, yeah, you know, and it was, well, and the watchers aren't rock monsters. Yeah, and it was, it, it was oh, more but, about their, their, their polluting the earth than it was about wicked yes. rebellion against yes. God, you know? Well, well, here's yeah. here's what's funny is Hollywood makes the Watchers the good guys. Remember, the Rock Monsters were the Watchers, and they were good. Well, Bible talks the Watchers are not good guys at all. They were the fallen angels, but that's another story for another time. The only redeeming thing about that movie, by the way, as I rant right now, is the fact that they did have Methuselah in that. They had Methuselah yep. in that. I thought that was very intriguing because of, like people don't put that together, especially in Genesis. The Methuselah, like the prediction of Methuselah's was, I will let the world exist until this kid dies. Okay. Once he dies, I'm restarting this whole thing. And what's funny is he was the oldest recorded person in the book, in the Bible, which again shows how merciful and loving God is. But that's another story for another time. Not to mention, he gave uh, Noah 120 years to build the ark. 120 years. Yeah. We talked about that a lot. In in that 120 years, that entire time, Noah was uh, prophesying what was going to happen, and no one believed him. Oh, Matt, uh, my buddy, uh, I had a couple buddies that said the quote of our last show was, Noah was the original Alex Jones, <laughs> which we talked about on the show. Like, Noah was the original <laughs> Alex Jones, <laughs> and I'm holding to that. I got to start making memes about that, but Noah was the original Alex Jones. Um, but to your point, Dusty, it shows how merciful God is. Same yeah. thing in the end times, like... Like, uh, I think Peter Peter talks about how people are like, why hasn't God shown up? Why hasn't God come back? God is slow in the punishment. Because you got to understand, when the end times start rolling around, it's not going to be good at all for anybody wow. that doesn't follow Christ. It's going to be horrendous. If things are going to be as in the days of Noah, that means all flesh will be corrupted. I think all still means all, Matt, correct? Is that how that means? Is that what yeah. it means? Yeah. Okay. So so here's here's my question for you. In in the end times, uh, God is going to call his people to his own. Yes. All that's going to be left on earth are going to be the ones who denied God, correct? Yes. Is there salvation in that? Will there be well, people that uh, the, 40, the 44,000, the Jews, the 44,000. 144, I'm sorry, yeah. 144,000. I mean, 
I wouldn't say there's no, but them. I would. But then there's also going to be others, not just 144,000. Sure. There will be others that survive, according to Revelations. Well, here's um, the thing. I, I, think, I think that here, here's the deception is going to be this. Like, one way or another, we're off, we're gone. The deception is going to be, well, you know, we talked about this a little bit on the show. You know, the alien overlords are going to come down here to serve man in a uh, in a Twilight Zone uh, way of, uh, you know, they're going to... About to serve know, man. Uh, my, my, my assessment of, we talked about it on the last show, is that uh, aliens are just demons. Uh, you know, look up uh, the lamb. Uh, look that up if you didn't get a chance to check out the first show. But I think that it, I think the cover story for us not being here is going to be. Well, see, the aliens took away those evil Trump supporters, and no, I'm just kidding. Trump supporters, and I can say, uh, but but it's the sentiment. It's like those conservative Christians, those Bible thumping Christians. You know, we we had to get rid of them so we could save the planet, and blah 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 blah. That's going to be the deception that keeps people there. But I think that intuitively, uh, Romans one applies throughout the entire world, the entire Bible, the existence of the world, right? Romans 1 talks about how all men know that God is real. All men know that God is creator. All men know that uh, it, things are abundantly clear. And even in in um, the lowest pit of low, and there's not followers of Christ here, I think that there's going to be people that have walked with us for a long time, that have seen us talking about Jesus is coming, talking about how Jesus is real, and when we are all gone, and it, it, and I don't want to give credit to Left Behind because it is such a, it, it is such a, no offense. I didn't like the books. I thought they sucked, but that's another story for another time. Whatever. It's a fiction. It's a it's fiction. A, and it's based on, you gotta, it's, it's based a, on bad eschatology. Like, this yes. is, this is, but this you gotta is, this. it's called Darbyism. It was invented, it was, it, it's not from the early church fathers. Okay. The people that John wrote the book to. It, none of yeah. it comes from... It's like from the early 1900s. This guy yeah. named John but, Nelson Darby just came, said he got special revelation. And then more, and people keep going on with that. Tim LaHaye got special revelation to, to interpret the book. You know, and it's garbage. But we don't know that because everybody teaches it this way now. Well, of course, well, you know, because we don't touch we don't we don't touch supernatural either either for a reason because we we can't really let people know what the days of Noah actually were like. It's two by two animals into the ark. That's all we know. But um, <laughs> sorry, but why why were those animals chosen? Well, here's the thing. Corrupted. Side note, and I'll finish my point. Go go to yeah. yeah. All the others were corrupted. All flesh was corrupted. All all still means all, right? Yep. Except for a Our remnant. Have flesh. Okay, anyway. Except for a remnant that God preserved. Great. Over and over again, he does this. Now, to uh, if you guys haven't gone, go to Northern Kentucky, the Ark Experience. If you have not been there before, please, please. Please go there. It's strong, very biblical. Um, but one of the things in the very middle of the display of the Ark, they have a section, and it has all of like contemporary Noah's Ark uh, little kids' books. And the point of having that is they show how inaccurate those books are 
and how unbiblical they are. And they paint this horrible picture of what it actually was like. And it's a warning to Christian families, like get this junk out of your homes because it comes with a good intention, but it's massively unbiblical. And all it's going to do is uh, dilute God's word of what's actually happening. And uh, I always tell people to go check it out. And there's a, they have like a, a um, they have like a video um, at the very end of the arc that kind of like gives you a thought process of what's going on. Now they don't go full on Nephilim because, you know, we can't go too crazy because it's, uh, you know, we, we can't, can't scare people with what's going on, but don't go all out Jones on us. Can't, can't go all Alex Jones, even though Bob talks about it. Um, but it does give like kind of a real, re, an accurate understanding of what the heck was happening at that time. And I think people need to understand this. Like really go into Genesis, and I encourage people to do this. You are not going to get revelation, and really, you're never going to get revelation because there's there's so many things that are beyond our understanding. Okay, there's a reason why nobody predicted how Jesus was going to come into the world, even though it was plain as day. We only know that because one, we have the Holy Spirit and two, hindsight is a mofo, right? It's like, oh, Isaiah 53 makes sense because he told us how he was going to come, right? Yeah, I, I truly believe the same thing's going to happen with Revelation because it's like we have an idea of what we think is going to happen in Revelation. We have no freaking clue, but it's going to happen and it's going to happen exactly to the letter of how the Bible talks about it. And we're going to be like, oh, well, of course, God. But when Jesus specifically, to Matt's point, gives you a specific thing to look for, hey, there's going to be earthquakes. Well, there's earthquakes happening all the time. There are a lot going on, right? There's going to be those childbirth pains, right? There's going to be certain things that are going to happen, okay? Um, as in the days of Noah, okay? Jesus also talks about stars falling from the sky. That's another story for another time. But one of the most specific things is as in the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. And we don't we don't know this story because our pastors kind of were like, no, we, we need to focus on Jesus, which is true. We need to focus on Jesus. Jesus is the way, the light, the truth, the light. But when Jesus is telling you to look at something, you probably need to pay attention to it, right? There's a reason why he's well, telling you to. Go ahead. And, and, and my point. Okay, go. Go ahead. Uh, my point is this. Okay, it, it's it's great to focus on Jesus because he is should be our focus. However, if there wasn't for Genesis and the uh, early books of the Bible, yep. how would we ever know that Jesus is the Son of God? It's because of those books telling us, listen, you need, need to look for this, need to look for this, need to look yep. for this, 144 different ways to see that Jesus is who he says he is, yep. that we know that Jesus is the Son of God because he fulfills every last one of them. Yep. Correct, Amundo. And how do you not teach that aspect? Yep. So you know, okay, yes, we know Jesus is Lord. Well, how do you know? Well, because he was predicted. This is how he was predicted. Then he was born. Then he filled all those predictions, yep. and then he died. Mm -hmm. So if he fulfilled all of these, and he fulfilled all of those, why wouldn't he fill all the rest? Coming back again, raising himself up on the third day. Why wouldn't he do that? Yep. If he did all the rest, why couldn't he do that? No. It, it, it literally validates 
everything. everything. If you don't have the beginning, you don't have the end. Now, we got a few minutes to get really weird, boys. Real weird. Like, really weird. Now, that being said, if we're looking for the days of Noah, as in the days of Noah, there's a lot of things popping up that are really, really weird out there. Okay? Earthquakes are happening all the time, right? Haiti gets hit every other day just because they're practicing voodoo and it's a crap hole. 17 missionaries are... are uh, uh, in captivity right now in Haiti, by the way, because they're psychopaths. You, you go there to help them, and they kidnap you. But you know, Trump was wrong. It's not an asshole country. Um, sorry, I had to throw that one in there. <laughs> sorry, just had to do that. I'm um, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. racist. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I, listen, I have friends that are Haitian, and I love them. But guess what? They don't live in Haiti for a reason. But that's another story for another time. Uh, strange. Most of the people in the caravan in the last round was from Haiti, but, mm. you know, I digress. Anyway, um, mm. must be a reason why. But there's some weird things going on out there. Now, this is going to get a little supernatural. It's going to get crazy, but we set up all of this to understand. If you're like, where are the giants at? If it's going to be like that in the days of Noah, look up the Smithsonian and what happens whenever giant bones are discovered. Please check that out sometime whenever you get a chance. Of course, it's just a conspiracy theory, but what's strange in 2021 is we're running out of those because they all keep coming true, but it's another story for another time. And um, now, we'll look that up. And 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 go ahead. What's the okay? They're giants for sure, right? But what's more important that they were really tall and big, or that they were part human and part not? Yeah, that's the important part. Which is creepy. They were part human. That's the part that and part angel. And what do we see? Yeah being talked about so much now transhumanism Shut we're going up. to evolve into something better right the next stage the of, of human evolution as in the day of noah mm. okay so I'm, I'm, I'm hammering it home that's what Wait, i'm saying that's that's a point right? yes that's a point here's another one there's videos of weird stuff out there that nobody wants to acknowledge okay there's a story of the giant of Kandahar. Please look that up when you get a chance. It's been validated by a lot of different people. Of course, the government's going to deny it, just like the government denies many things. I mean, let's get real. JFK is still, uh, the JFK assassination is still blacklisted, by the way. They will not release what actually happened with that. I wonder why. But um, it was an assassination. Insider. Sorry, my, my all, everything's falling apart. We don't want to talk about that. There's a lot of documents surrounding other things that happened in 1969 that I won't bring up in this show, but why would they lie? Uh, anyways, uh, my point is this. There's a lot of things that the government will deny, okay? Uh, Giants of Kandahar, please look that up if you ever get a chance. That is a, a compelling story. Um, there's a lot of there's, moving what's that, parts what's there. What's that that's island really that they mentioned on Blurry Creatures? Or it's like a chain of islands? Uh, the Solomon Islands. Solomon Islands, that's right. Which is... Which is crazy because an organization that you and I are deeply affiliated with have missionaries there. And I told my wife to ask those missionaries about um, any of those stories. And uh, she hasn't gotten back yet, but there are a lot of stories surrounding the Solomon well, yeah. Island chain. I mean, basically, they said the, the guy that they were talking to said, talk to anybody that lives on that island or in those islands. And yeah. they either have a story 
or they know somebody who has a story about seeing giants in yep. the mountains and in the cave systems. And it's like, yep. you know, you can Do take it. it or leave it. Sure, whatever, sure. but it's interesting. very interesting. As in the days of Noah, the giants of Kandahar. Like, it's interesting how, I don't think people realize how rugged and how yeah, Kandahar is horrific in Afghanistan, the, in case um, you didn't know. And Afghanistan is just yeah. mountainous caves everywhere. Yes. Yes. Which is where... It, there's a lot of places to yeah, hide. And which is, and that's <laughs> where the stories of giants, if there's, it's, it involves caves in the mountains, you know? And think about this, too, from a biblical standpoint. Joshua pushes out pretty much all of the uh, – he, push, he pushes out all of the um, um, the Nephilim and Ruffian out of the promised land except for Gaza and um, to the east. Basically, he pushes everybody out. So David's got to take care of with the mighty men later on because guess what? That's where, that's where uh, Goliath shows up and his five brothers. You know, there's a lot of different things that show up here. But Philistines. Philistines, right? Who are in Gaza to the to the to the, the the west, right? But my thing is this, you gotta think about this. Like what can survive out in these unbelievably crazy ranges? Like what people don't realize, like just north of us in Canada, I think like what is it, only five percent of the actual country is populated? Like only five percent of it's populated. There are parts in Canada that literally human beings have never set foot. Let me repeat that. There are parts in Canada, like in the Northern Territories, those big lush places where they say that we're gonna run out of oxygen, even there's tons of trees up there. Humans haven't stepped foot there. Well, 90% of Canadians live within, what was it, 20 miles of the US border? Yes, 100%. And we still haven't invaded. I don't understand, this is bull crap. Why are we so gentle on the coast? <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding, my Canucks. I want your Tim Hortons. That's why I'm saying the things <laughs> that I'm saying. Um, and I want your Matt Blue, and I want your Molson. I want it appropriated for America. Uh, anyways. Yeah, um, we want no, your like, hockey, too. Yeah, that's true. I, I do no, we do. don't. I, I like the goons, but but the problem is they're like getting rid of the goonery in hockey, but that's another story for another time. But Go Red Wings. <laughs> but my point is this. Uh, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay, back-to-back Go Panthers. By the way. Tampa, I know, right? Panthers. Yeah, but... Why Panthers, you Miami shill? Look across this. Look across the state. Not interested. The Lightning are getting it done. Not interested. Back to back. Not interested. Anyway. Anyway, let's wrap this up, guys. Well, listen. So here's the thing. This is what I'm gonna get at. There's a lot of things out there. There's so many places on this on, on Earth that have never been explored by humans. Have never been touched by humans. This idea, this arrogance that we have explored everything is laughable. Especially when you put keep in, in mind how much of the ocean we've actually explored. We don't really know what's out there. We don't know what's out there. We, we don't 100%. know, like this, this you know, I, when, when people are like, oh, we know so much, the first thing I always point out is the molten core of the earth, right? I always, I used to, me and Matt, that was our joke for a long time, like the, the molten core of the earth, you know what I mean? That's, that's told in every single book, every single uh, book that's out there that your kids read, right? You know how far we've actually been able to get down into the core, uh, into the crust yeah. of the earth? Nine miles. 12. 12, 12 kilometers. Yeah. 12 right. kilometers. Yeah, sorry. Nine kilometers. You're right. You're right. But think about that. And Russia. And everything everything else big. is pure speculation. 
pure speculation. I mean, yeah. It's based we, we on data of some sort, you know, and sure, math. what? It's yeah, math, math and things math, like you know, that. We just put some math together, you know. But but we that's don't we know, know for sure. That's how we know light years. But, yeah. but anyways, my, my point is this. We speculate so much. So this idea that we know everything's out there. So to make the statement that there's no giants out there, give me a break. How do you know that? The, the most disturbing video I've seen recently was the one in Saudi Arabia. The, the one I think me and Matt, we yeah. talked about yeah. this, right? It's night vision goggles. You see a tank and then you see this looks like a guy, like a dark guy. And he's like taller Standing than the next tank. to a tank. Now the tank is very blurry. Than... The tank is very blurry, so yes. it's but you can you can kind of make it out. You know it's yeah. a tank. It's 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 you know you know it's a tank. But there's a guy. So when I first watched this video, I was like, oh, it's not a big deal because it, you know, perception, the guy, you know, is closer to the camera than the tank is. So that's why he looks like he's towering over this tank. But then you notice the figure does one of these. You ready for this, boys? If, you, if you're listening to it, it does one of these. It goes and ducks under the tank. Doesn't even duck under the tank. It does a full turn. It doesn't. It looks huh? like it's digging into the ground. It, 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 it looks. It just ducks under and digs under this tank, and it's gone. So it's literally right next to this tank, and it's towering over. And when, when I mean towering, I'm not talking like slightly taller. We're talking, we're talking the this. Hulk. Yeah. You know, when he <laughs> picks up a tank and throws it. it. Like, yes, it literally looked like the freaking Hulk. And it notices that something's looking at it and digs under there. Oh, it's a hoax. It's CGI. It's whatever. Okay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with keeping the narrative. We talk about the narrative all the time on the show. The internet is busting the narrative. Okay. It's getting harder and harder and harder to hide this stuff. Okay. There's another one that's out there. That's terrifying. And, um, the reason why it's, I give it a lot of validity, uh, look it up. It actually happened here in Florida. And um, this is a little bit creepy, and this is probably a little bit beyond what our audience can handle. But look up Dogman Florida video. Just look that up. It, it is one of the most terrifying things I've seen on screen. And what makes it amazing is this. It's not like a YouTube video. It's not like a video where a guy's just like videotaping and seeing something. He's on a freaking live stream. He's on a Facebook live stream okay he hits the button which flips the camera so you can see what's going on and you see this really huge thing just walk into the shadow like walk into the shadow and you're like what in the mother blank and he flips what the is- camera immediately after it happens and he's looking at it like oh man oh man and he just he's smoking i think he's smoking weed because he's terrified and it's one of the craziest things ever uh, I forget what show they had him on, but it was unbelievable. Well, and, and then you, and then but you it's one of those Florida what... Dogman. Sorry, it was Florida Dogman. Florida Dogman, and I will send it to you afterwards. Uh, I'll, I'll post it in here. It, it, it is terrifying. Even when Charity saw it, she was like, "Oh my!" I'm like, "I know." And we think we know everything that's going on out there. Shut up. Stop. Well, and and, and let's talk about like, like what Alex Jones talks about. And and but but he's not the only one, and and it's not just you know the elites doing this, but you know what happens with DMT and these visitors that people 
share experiences with when they're high on this stuff. You know, these yeah, visitors, these multi-dimensional beings, supposedly. Interplanetary dimensional. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and then, um, you know, he, what he likes to talk about is how the elites are, um, con- conversing with these beings. And then, and then yeah. everything they're doing is to pave the way for them to come, you know, come as, to Earth. Wait, as in the days of Noah? Well, I mean, it's just... As in the days? This as is, in the days. like, obviously this stuff is speculation. And, sure. And, and, and Dusty's got this look on his face. Or, um, but, uh, you know... No, Dusty's our anchor. He keeps us grounded because... But here's the thing, here's... I'm big skeptical. Well, here's the thing. It's not just Alex Jones talking about it. It's actual people, just regular people. Yeah. Who get high on the stuff and then have the same experience. You know, talking to these beings. Do you think that's it could be just the high tapping into spiritual realm? What's that? Do you think do you think that's more tapping into the spiritual realm? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's I, either I that there, well what's what's weird about it is that they have a shared experience you're not supposed to have a shared hallucination that's supposed to be impossible sure. no right you guys saw the one with megan fox recently where she did that they went out they went in the mountains smoked peyote she got like a vision of hell and like she was like yeah I, i'm rethinking this god thing now who knows if megan fox will well, ever get but now saved. she's like you know, in public, tongue kissing machine gun Kelly. So, yeah, I don't. I yeah. doubt that. That's uh, you know, wearing wearing <laughs> wearing barely long. a dress. So, yeah, that didn't last very long. But yeah, anyways, no. But my my point is this, man. There there's a lot of things out there, and I'm not going to sit there and tell you that every conspiracy theory under the sun no. is true. But I, I just not, said I'm not I'm saying never... that that's that's 100 fact, yeah. and you have to believe it. But we shouldn't yes. it, immediately it, dismiss it. Hundred percent. And a lot of I'm these things, that. a lot of these <laughs> things, come alongside what the Bible talks about, and make the the uh, clear up a lot of the confusion about what could be possible, especially as we you know I the end it, time stuff. And one, I think it validates and strengthens strengthens the Bible. Yes. Like when you start looking at and seeing like, oh my gosh, like if I was a troop and I was like, and I saw the giant of Kandar, okay, and I had to shoot a hundred rounds in this thing to take it out. And I read Genesis six, I'd be like, oh snap. Mm-hmm. I went through that. That's terrifying. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about like demonic. Just call me Joseph. Yeah, right. Exactly, right. <laughs> giants I'm going to down giants. the giants. But you, but Call think about Jack this. the Giant Slayer. If if you're if you're someone who is steeped in the occult, and you read Aleister Crowley's like writings, and you see a picture of Pan, and then you start seeing what they're portraying as quote unquote interdimensional space aliens from trillions of light years away, it might bring you a little bit of like, ee. Weird. When when you like read like as in the days of Noah and all flesh is corrupted and you're seeing beings that aren't in your science book at all, 
and you're sitting there like, you know, you're sitting there smoking a blunt and then, you know, you're on Facebook live. There are 200 people watching in real time, something huge walk right by your house into the shadows and people in the comments are like, what in the F is that? And you can see a tiny little black guy smoking his weed, panicked and freaking out because I shouldn't see that. That shouldn't be real. When you see freaking uh, military-grade videos of a Hulk-like looking thing standing next to a tank, look at the camera, and then dig into the ground real fast to real get fast. away. Real fast. You, you, might, you, might, you might look at the Bible a little different and be like, gee, golly whiz, there, there might be something to this third book here now. And here's the thing. You wouldn't know that if you're not in it. And that's why that's the whole point of this show, guys, more than anything else, is one is knowing Jesus Christ, but know what's in your Bible, man. We are this is all I'm gonna say, boys. This is my final thought. And I know we went really long. Dusty, this is weird stuff. We need two hours for weird stuff. Do you understand me? Do you understand <laughs> me, producer? Okay. We are caught with our pants down in most of these conversations if we don't know our Bible. What yeah, happens? Period. You know, the, the government's okay. already releasing UFO data. What, you know, what happens if and when, you know, the greys show up and mass show up and, and want to either take over the world or, or revolutionize the world for us, you know? And we get in either way we, we buy Hopefully into a deception. And and then the, the church goes, yeah. you know, the, the church that doesn't know their Bible goes, Oh my gosh, everything I believed was wrong. Because clearly aliens. Mm-hmm. You know? That's just and, one possible was, scenario. Hundred percent. One of many. What happens? When a giant shows up on your TV screen, those aren't supposed to be real at all. Well, then the government will claim, well, well, we created these super soldiers. That's why they're like so strong and fast and whatever. We we did that. We did that. Yeah, sure. And then this is the next step in evolution, guys. Remember, this is the next step. Remember, evolution means we're always getting better. But if you're so, in the word, you know that that's yourself? horse crap because they were there way before. Oopsies. Keep going. Sorry. No, about no. That. I mean, that, this is what we're talking about. You finish your final thought. I just wanted to add a little flavor yeah. to it. Yeah. Just listen. Stop. Okay. Stop waiting for your quote pastor to teach you the word of God. Stop. Stop doing that. The Bible's your right pastor, in front of you. Listen. Your pastor is on the same level as you, okay? Literally, read 1 Corinthians right now. I'm in 1 Corinthians 3. Your pastor is on the same level as you. He is a servant of God just like you. If you're waiting to get knowledge, wisdom, truth from the Word of God by waiting for Sunday morning, it ain't going to happen. 90% of churches now are out there really trying their best to keep the business going. You don't need a priest or a pastor to be... The intermediary between you and God. The, the Bible it, says we are a new priesthood. We, the believers, the saints, we are the church. The church, the 
the individuals that make the up the church are priests themselves. We can go directly to God, and God came to us, and he gave us a book, and he gave us eternal life. And you would know about yep. that if you read the Torah and it talked about the Levitical priesthood, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like we, we th- like, we don't understand these amazing promises of God, these amazing truths of God, because my pastor didn't talk about it on Sunday. Well, guess what? Your pastor is going to avoid that. Like the plague. Cause your pastor really doesn't want to freak people out. Your pastor still wants to make money in his church. And I'm not indicting all pastors. I think pastors are amazing. I love my pastors at my church, okay? But the reality of the situation is I'm not going to get fed the word of God through him. I'm going to get fed the word of God through the word of God. I've got to open my freaking eyes and read that. I have to take the time to invest in the greatest book of all time, the greatest truth of all time, the word, the literal word of God. That's Jesus Christ. The description of Christ in John 1 is, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. Well, guess what? The Word of God is valued above all things, because it's the literal manifestation of the truth of God and what Christ is talking about. You have to be in it. There is a reason why the lion men are in Second Chronicles. There is a reason why giants are in that thing all over. There's a reason why there are weird people getting released from the pits of Hades, not hell, Sheol, Hades, in the end times. All of this stuff makes sense. There's a reason why it talks about the new world order, and I'm not talking about the four-life wrestling crew, okay? There's a reason why (laughs) it's in there. Pick up your freaking Bible. And if you can't get Pat, like, listen, Genesis, just start with Genesis, and really read it richly. Go ahead. Just read it. I was just saying Genesis. Genesis. Just start there. It's unbelievable. Uh, listen, Numbers, Exodus, great books. I know Leviticus is really tedious. It's hard. It took me like three weeks to get through that crap, okay? And it's not crap. It's God's word, okay? But it took a long time to get through Leviticus. And then Deuteronomy is awesome. But then it's like, wait a minute. You just talked about the same things in Numbers. Dang it. Then you get into Joshua and you're like, this is awesome. There's amazing things happening. Why are you you reiterating what happened in Deuteronomy, God? Because it's that important. He's retelling you the same thing so that you get it. Genesis 1 and 2 are mirrors of themselves because it's God saying, hey, by the way, I made the earth. Genesis 2, hey, by the way, I made the earth. I made it all. (laughs) I'm repeating myself over and over again so you get it. I'm the one in control. This is my word. Follow it. And there's a reason why there's weird stuff like demons and circles over circles floating in the sky and chariots of fire and angelic forces. And every time you run into an angel, the angel's got to tell you to not be afraid. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Because they're not, they, listen, they, they are not little tiny, what, what are those called? Little, little uh, um, Icaruses. They're not. So imagine this. Um, you're Mary, all right? Oh, yeah, too. You, you grew up learning about Nephilim and giants and everything. And all of a sudden, this angel shows up in your room. I wonder why the angel said, fear not, for I bring you tidings of great joy. Yeah. Hmm. 
You think she might have been freaked out a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a bit outside. Anyways. <sighs> I think Tell that kind of wraps everything up. I agree. Boys, it was a good one today. Uh, Matt. Matt, finish this out. Right. Take us home, baby. On that note, you've been watching Plausible Foolishness, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes, <clears throat> the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, oh. Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, anywhere you can get a podcast, and Instagram and minds.com. Like, share, subscribe, support. There's links below share, where you can, share, where you can share, donate share like. and uh, um, help us reach our goal of $150 to uh, keep the multi-stream going. We thank you so much for your support and for watching. Peace out. Bye! As in the days of Noah.